Stewart. Jay, thanks for joining me, brother. Yeah, thanks for having me, mate. Pleasure. Uh, Jakey, man, just tell the listeners a bit about yourself. So at the moment, I'm, uh, I'm living in Brisbane, um, in Australia. Um, doing a bit of boxing at the moment. I'm working full-time, um, also studying at the university. So, yeah. Awesome. What are you Stay studying? Busy. At the moment, I'm studying uh, tertiary preparation because uh, when I was in high school, I didn't do too well. So it's just like a bridging course to get through to what I want to do. Awesome, man. And, uh, mate, how do, you, how do we connect, man? So RT Syndicate, just tell everyone uh, a bit about that, how you got involved in personal development and kind of how it's got you to where you're at at the moment. So it all started for me for probably about two or three years ago, just started listening to Andy. Uh, at the time, I was sort of going through a bit of a transition in my life. I left my old lifestyle and, uh, yeah, I started listening to him and, Every episode, it just it just spoke to me, and uh, lots of the times I was hearing Ante, um, I end up signing up for the emailing list, and then it was like the the last day they said this is the last chance to sign up if you want to sign up, and I was like I'm, I don't have a business or anything, but I was like who cares? I, I might get something out of it, you know. I'll just have a crack. I'll have a have a look at it, and uh, next thing you know, I jumped on there and put a post up. But who's from Australia? And here here we are, mate. Maddie's from Australia. <laughs> That's awesome, man. What a, what a shift, huh? Yeah. 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 So so take me back, man. What was, um, what was Jacob like growing up? Yeah, so my mum and dad uh, split up at a pretty young age. I think I was around four years old. Um, I ended up living with my old lady and um, we were sort of bouncing around a lot. I um, grew up in the House of Commission. She had a bit of an alcohol problem, so she was always drinking a lot of domestic violence and uh, at the time, I think I was 10 years old and uh, I was living with her in Newcastle and uh, my father got locked up, uh, served a 16-year sentence. He was involved with um, guns, drugs, gangs. And for me, it was pretty rough and, and mum sort of wanted to get me away from that. So what we sort of done was moved from Newcastle to Queensland. Um, <clears throat> so I was about 17 at the time and I got in my first sort of bit of trouble. Um, I had a fight and went to a, a place, had a bit of a drama. It was a bit of like, a, I don't know, trying to retaliate against some guys that had bashed my friends or whatever. Anyway, so we got charged, a few of us. I didn't last long on bail. It lasted a couple of days and I robbed someone. And that time in my life, I was a bit lost, you know. I was, started drinking and hanging around the wrong crew. So anyway, I ended up in jail. And um, uh, at that time, it was a boy child you know, for 17-year-olds only. So you have juvenile from, you know, 10 to 16, and then you have the boy child, 17, and then 18. When I was in there, it was pretty rough, you know. There was, um, there was some abuse going around, and unfortunately, I, I suffered a bit of that. And when, when I turned 17, I actually got transferred from the boy child to the men's prison. And, um, you know, I thought I was pretty cool. I got a pack of cigarettes on the day, and I, don't know, I got in there, and... I met a guy who was, who was involved in my dad's crew and, and, and from there I just started uh, hanging out with him, doing whatever and then I sort of got out and then started hanging around that crew and ended up getting involved in that crew and started getting into the party and seeing a lot more, drinking, hanging around heaps of girls, getting into fights, heaps of violence and I started getting charged again and ended up back in prison. So. 
it was it was pretty rough the second time around because at that time there was um, Campbell Newman coming and he was the Queensland Premier. And uh, at that time we brought in these bikey laws, so uh, we got put straight into solitary confinement. Um, wow, man. But, yeah, it was pretty rough, man. Made to wear pink, we only allowed ourselves a couple of hours a day, and because of my position that I was in within the gang, I was looking at 25 years. Um, so yeah, every single day, but I was sitting in that cell, I was like, fuck, it's going to be fucking a long time for me, but they were trying to put pressure on people to make them talk, be, be a snitch or a dog, but I, I wouldn't I wouldn't come into that, you know, just the way I was brought up, and you know, my father served a big sentence, so I had that mentality of sort of grew up around that, around that lifestyle, going to jails, visiting jails, so... Anyway, so I got out of there and um, sort of kept living the same lifestyle. But what sort of pulled me up from that was when my father got released, his parole officer had um, had said to him that if I get caught associating with any members and then um, they find out about that, it could possibly put him back in into prison or I could potentially not be allowed to talk to him. And I just spent 16 years away from him and I was, grew up around it, in and out of jail, hanging around doing this, doing that, doing whatever. And I thought, fuck that, I don't want to be away from him again. I'll pick my family over anything. So I was sort of pulled out from that. It was really hard for me at the time because I'd lost 90% of my friends, you know? It was fucking hard. Wow, man. Taking to drugs. Bro, I just want to take you back. So when you were, so when you were right in the midst of it, bro, so you're locked up. Um, mate, what kind of, what kind of people were around, man, at that time? Because I, I, um, I, know, I know when the party's going, everyone's around you, bro, you know. It kind of feels like you've yeah. got 400 friends, eh? Yeah. What was it like when you are on the inside, Jake? Inside of the jail? or the yeah, inside jail, yeah, inside jail, yeah. Yeah, inside the jail. The first time, you know, it was just lots of, lots of junkies, lots of people who are just uh, confused. I think that going around robbing people, taking drugs is cool, you know. I don't know. I suppose I got brought up the wrong way, but... I was sort of lucky there because I had someone there that sort of had my back and it was getting me into training and things like that. I had a few fights in there. Um, didn't do me no good. I just, they put me in, into lockdown and things like that. But the second time, you know, it was just all the people that were around me were all gang members. It was a whole unit, whole unit, 50 blokes. We were all in different crews. Some had dramas on the outside, but we all on the inside because we thought they were trying to set us up. Everyone just put their beefs aside and um, sort of just, didn't want the system to beat us in there because they were putting us in the yard together with different crews. Anything could happen, you know. One day we walked out and there was eight, eight different guys from a different crew and it was two in our crew. But we didn't want to back down. We was like, fuck it, we'll just go out there and see what happens. We went out there, nothing happened. Luckily, nothing happened because there, there was only two of us. Yeah. Oh, crazy, man. Now, um, yeah, and then what happened? So you got out after that. So you spent a bit, how long, how long did you spend in, uh, inside the jail, mate? Roughly at one year. I mean, it isn't that long, but compared to other sentences, but it's time that I'll never get back, you know. Mm. I'll never ever get that time back. Imagine what I could have done in that year. Could have done a lot of things. Mate, how hard was it um, kind of branching out of that, <clears throat> pulling away from all those people, man? It was hard, man. I was, <clears throat> I was depressed. I was lost. I was confused. I, was like, I just felt like all, all my friends, you know, they just turned their back on me and... Uh, it was, yeah, it was pretty bad. It was ugly. My dad was out, but because he's, of his parole conditions, he was made to stay in a place that was pretty far away from me. And at that time too, I was 
I was still sort of getting in trouble. Um, it was just before I sort of turned it all around sort of thing, you know, so I was on bail. I was sort of back and forth from visiting my dad, living with my dad. And, um, yeah, it was tough, but uh, it was real hard. Yeah, no, I bet it was, man. I can't, can't even imagine, you know, the shit you've gone through. Um, now, as soon as you got out, man, what did you start doing? Did you start working? Um, out of the crew? No, as soon as you, so as soon as you got out of prison, well, what did the next year look like? Well, the very first time I, I had a Bricky's Labour job for a couple of weeks. I don't know, I just wasn't into working. I was just, an, I was just living a lifestyle, just doing whatever to get money, whatever it was. So, yeah. yeah. And and then when did that big pivot come in? When the you pivot was, yeah, when you just decided to make that shift and and that you kind of at a standstill when you wanted more. Well, it was it was when um, I was given that ultimatum of putting my dad back in prison and leaving the leaving the crew. So I thought, fuck it, I'm gonna just give it a crack. So after I got through that sort of rough time, I, I got a full time job, and from there I just started listening to. Andy and started personally developing um, and I thought I don't like the police um, I've been through the system and a lot of like 95% of the work that we do was within the prison system so all the guys that have been through institutions or whatever normally have an alcohol addiction drug addiction they grow up on the street so they all they most of them are crims so yeah I know a lot of guys that have, have been through it so that's sort of where I um, want to not keep getting in trouble, but you know, help people out at the same time and still work against authority, things like that. So still, still to this day, I still don't like really being told what to do by anyone, but it's, it yeah. changes, you know? Yeah, no, that's awesome, bro. No, I love how much you've changed it and you've even put that energy towards boxing now. Yeah. And yeah. into studying. So how have you found getting back in um, studying? How do you go in the classroom, mate? Oh, it's pretty tough, eh? Like, I mean, just I hadn't really done much studying at all, you know, so it was hard to concentrate. I would just be like falling asleep or lots of it's online at the moment, so it's been good. So, yeah, at the moment it's getting it's getting easier. The more I do it, the more repetition you put in that work every single day, you know, you're going you're gonna to see some results and that's what I've learned. So I keep getting up every morning at 4am, putting that work. Awesome, Brent. Now, now what's the next... Uh five years look like five years ten years jake do you know what you want man where you want to go what you want to achieve yeah yeah, yeah for sure i mean i want to stay a part of this group because all these people in this group are just such good people everyone's got the right mindset everyone wants to be a winner and help each other um, in the next five years uh, it's going to be a long-term goal for myself but i want to finish this bridging course start studying law become a lawyer and then I, one day I want to have my own law firm eventually, you know? Yeah, man. I just want to keep chipping away and keep working on other little little goals before that, you know? The jump in the ring, that's a big one for me because I've never had enough discipline. Always just, I uh, made an excuse or it's news, you know? There's always an excuse not to do it. But now I'm in the right mindset. I've got nothing to hold me back. Yeah, that's huge, bro. You've already got that. I kind of feel like you've already got that shit planned out, you know? Like, you know... You've got that law firm goal, man. And that's yeah. the hardest bit, bro, kind of deciding what you want. Yeah. I can relate to it a lot, man, even with Andy's stuff, you know, because, man, he just simplifies it, like, one day at a time. 
you know, like mm. just look in front of you. What can I do today that's going to progress me? You know, some audio, read, get your workout in. Yeah. Do you feel that's helped you, man? With um, with changing, with changing your life around those little disciplines. Hundred percent, brother. The power list is the most effective thing that I think anybody can do. Like the way he explains it, or just the way that you do it, it's 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 very simple, but. To complete five tasks a day, like a couple of years ago, I wouldn't even thought, oh, what's that? But now, every single day, I win them days, every day. So I'm also yeah. doing the 75 hard challenge. I'm on day eight. And that's, that helps too, man. It's amazing. How are you feeling, man? Is this your first time through on 75 hard? Well, originally, I'd, I'd done it. I got through 75 days, but I thought I should have double-checked this. I just... I. I can't remember how exactly how I found out, but a gallon of water, I thought it was 3.5 litres of water. That's where I stuffed up. So I thought to myself, you know, I didn't drink the right amount. And I just always think about, you know, there's zero, zero like options, you know. So I thought I'd be cheating myself if I didn't go back and do it because I should have, I should have looked at it and Googled it and made sure 100% this is the rules. So I want to start again because in my own mind, I think that I just cheated. So. I don't like doing that sort of stuff. Yeah, bro. The little one percent is that eat you up, eh? Yeah, exactly. So, Jake, man, you work with uh, a few kids day to day, don't you? Yeah, we do come across a few kids, uh, especially most of the people that we do work with are adults now. But I mean, we still do have cases. I had one come through a couple of days ago. A young kid was um, unfortunately affected by an older female. Yeah. I don't know, we have lots of different stories, but in the gym, you know, there's lots of young blokes coming through, coming through high school. Um, so, yeah, I like to get in their ear and just, you know, sort of sort of tell them what's going on and what you can do. Yeah. Yeah, man, because mental health is a huge thing, bro, and it's not talked about enough, man. What's, what's something you tell them, man? Or even someone listening, man, that wants to, that feels they're in a rut, bro, and they feel there's nowhere out. No yeah, I like to look at it like... Um, so if you're in a bad place, you know, you, say you're in, a, you're in a dark tunnel, there's always light at the end of that tunnel. Especially for me when I was sitting in that jail cell, I was looking at 25 years and I was like, fuck, I don't know how I'm going to do this. But I was like, I just got to keep thinking that there's always light at the end of the tunnel, you know? Because if you just give up and just let, let it in, so it's going to be bad for yourself. So you just got to always think you can always keep pushing and, and get there at the end. It might take a long time, um, but you can always do it. Jakey, that's awesome, that's awesome, brother. Nah, I'm excited, man. I'm excited to see what um what you make happen, bro. In the future, mate, it's uh it's exciting coming from that and completely changing your life around, having goals and mm. even with boxing, man. I know how hard it is because that's what I wanted. That's what I wanted to do, man. Like I was the same, you know. I started at yeah. 18, then I'll start, I'll stop, and then at 24, wanted to have a fight, and I was close, and then I stopped. So, yeah. take some discipline, man. So, now nah, all respect to you, bro. Thank you so much, brother. You're doing such a good job. I listened to your podcast that you sent me the other day. Yeah, you're doing good, man. Thanks, Jake. Now, nah, how did you get into it? Ah, uh, man, I just started. Hey, I was in I was in San Diego, and um, yeah. I've had one of my clients, Marnie. She's a she, she's a listener, and um, mate, she's been a client for a couple of years, and she goes, mate, you need to get into podcasting. Because I do put a lot of content on social media. People think I'm, yeah. I'm super serious, man. But I'm kind of a jokester, man. I've always been that way. And 
I can I kind of feel podcasting people can get to know the real me. Yeah. So yeah, man, I was in San Diego and I go, you know what? Let's let me just start. I was at an event and just started recording there with my AirPods, bro. And just yeah, like you say, man, one day at a time, one week at a time. I'll make sure it's on my power list. You know, every Thursday, yeah. I get that episode out and. Yeah, man. I'm really enjoying it. That's cool, brother. And connecting with great people like you, bro. You know, like learning people's stories who have actually been through stuff. Yeah. And getting your perspective. Like, I learned from that, man. Yeah. Because you can't read that out of a book. So, I appreciate you coming, yeah. man. Yeah, thank you, man. Thanks, Dave. I really appreciate it. What, what nationality are you, brother? Uh, Italian, man. Italian? Yeah, yeah. okay. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to I was trying to figure out what it was. Oh, Lebanese, I get Lebanese a lot. I get Lebanese a lot. Nah, I'm Italian man. Yeah, Italian background. I was born here, but yeah, yeah, nice. What about seeing over there? Is your family from? Oh, uh, Calabria. Okay. Yeah, so she's from Calabria, and um, my dad's from Sardinia, so like a little <laughs> island below Sicily. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah, man. So, what? Just signing off, Jake. What have you got for the listeners? One quick, um, one quick thing to give them before you sign off. Just to turn up every day and put in, put in them repetitions every single day. You're going to see good results, no matter what it is, whether it's trying to learn, whether it's punching, whether it's running, whether it's burpees, whether it's running the stairs. If you turn up every day, you're going to see results. Always turn up, you will see results. Jake, you're awesome, brother. Where can people find you, man? Uh, you can find me on Instagram. So it's just um, Jacob, J-A-C-O-B underscore L-I-T for Tom, T again, L-E, and then triple one. Um, also, if, if anyone's interested in the work that we're doing, uh, it's just my name again, and then Survivor. So just Jacob Survivor. So you can either... Yeah, just follow me on Instagram or if you're interested in the in the work that we're doing, I mean, you can jump on there and have a look. We're doing daily updates or weekly updates, you know, whenever we get a chance, we're updating and keeping everybody in the community up to date. Awesome, Jakey. Thanks again for your time, brother. Yeah, thanks, Jake, man.